0: sales to the nth degree is a transference of emotion. You may have been thinking it's all about just telling people what they need and, and all the perks and benefits of the product or the service, but that's not what sells because if people bought what they needed and only what they needed, this economy would be in a deep down depression right now and it would be always down because people only need a certain amount of things where there's so much noise and information. One podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live The Strategic Life. I'm coming here today with uh, this episode because it was inspired by working with both people that are in the sales department, uh, whether they're being realtors, whether they are selling a product or service, but also the people that run sales teams or have a company with people representing the sales and they're wondering why there is a plateau in their sales. They're wondering why the production or the revenue generation Uh, is plateauing. And I could tell you right now, there's only a small factor of that being because of external problems, such as, let's say, the market. Let's say, um, you know, where people are at, the season. More of this is coming to be because of the internal factors, such as what is happening within you, what is happening within each person, and what's happening within the team dynamic. And I wanted to help conquer and overcome this idea of being in a plateau. So buckle in. This will be a quick yet effective podcast, the one that you're going to want to listen to when you need a little extra pick-me-up, when you need to start teaching these things to your, yourself or your sales team or department, or you have a friend that runs something like this, you're going to send it to them because this is what it's going to take, right? Sales is the transference of emotion. Sales is not trying to get people to buy things. Sales is not trying to be manipulative or being manipulative or anything like that. Sales to the nth degree is a transference of emotion. And if you took nothing else from this podcast besides that idea, that might change the dynamic of your sales process because you might have been realizing that the emotion that you've been transferring hasn't been the emotions that are... The highest and best of value. You may have been thinking it's all about just telling people what they need and, and all the perks and benefits of the product or the service, but that's not what sells because if people bought what they needed and only what they needed, this economy would be in a deep down depression right now and it would be always down because people only need a certain amount of things. Right? You need food, shelter, water, and a little bit of happiness but our economy thrives on giving people what they want. And yes, there are a lot of bad things on what people want and a lot of temptations and lust and things like that. But if you give people the desire and the wants that they truthfully, to their best interests, desire, you are in a good business because you're transferring the emotions that they are desiring and wanting that are tied to this product or service so when there is a lack of transference on this emotion we first have to look back at where is the emotion lacking and 99 percent of the time it's coming from the person that is the quote unquote sales rep the person that is influencing this person to either buy or not buy this product or service you're selling so when you're showing up in a lousy state or you're not in a peak state because either one, you don't know what that looks like yet, or two, you've been reluctant to it. What you're starting to do is anchor these emotions of lousy energy, lousy state, subpar performance. We're talking about being on a plateau here, right? This is not you being in the absolute dumps. It could relate to this, but this is a plateau. Plateaus happen when you are getting complacent and comfortable, and there's not always peak performance or next level energy uh, in the way you show up. So you're tying this lousy state that maybe you've been coming up or your team's been coming up with. And now you're meeting these new prospects, these new people. Maybe they're returning clients that are not buying as much because this lousy energy in the way you're showing up is starting to be attached to them. And they're not feeling that transference. It's not about the information you provide them. It's the emotions that you provide them. So if you're in a lousy state and now you have these people that are feeling this lousiness from you, and they're not going to tell you that this isn't a thing that they're going to verbally say, Hey, you're being lousy. I don't like you. No, no, It's a nonverbal unspoken word of them feeling it and having this a little bit of a misalignment with you or your, your sales team. And after enough times, what do you think is going to happen when these people start to meet the person that's representing your product or you're representing the product and they're lousy and they're selling this product, what's going to start to be anchored? The product brings lousy emotions, brings not so exciting emotions, not so compelling emotions, because that's all they're experiencing. Your self as selling your service needs to express the emotions that come with it. So it's being assertive, uh, confident, being composed, being excited, being, you know, uh, purposeful, all these emotions and these absolute certainty will be expressed. So when you're talking about the product and you bring those emotions, that product will be better anchored with those emotions. So now not only have you probably been anchoring these lousy emotions to the mind and belief of the prospects that are looking at these products, but also, what's going to ha- be happening over time when you start to talk lousy and be about the products and you're not seeing success, or you see a plateau and it keeps happening and people say, I'll think about it later or I'm not in the mood for getting this right now or maybe next season after the holidays or this or that and they're giving you all these excuses. You might be starting to tie those emotions of, well maybe I don't really like this product or this service or this company's not really made for me anymore or or this this position is not really made for me because now you're tying your lousy emotions to the product as well. It's sad, but this is what truthfully happens just as much in relationships when you come home from work every day and you're stressed and, and pissed off or you haven't fully vented out and you haven't properly practiced this. And the first thing you see when you come home is either your spouse or your kids and every time you come home, you see the face of your spouse and you're stressed, and then you see the spouse, the face of your spouse and you're stressed and you're angry, and it goes day and day and day. What's going to happen when you start to see the face of your spouse? It's an anchor to start feeling stressed. It's anchored into those emotions. It's literally a fact on how that works because us as humans, we tie different sense, senses, whether it's an a, a auditory sense, a visual sense, a kinesthetic sense to an emotional state. So if you're starting to feel this plateau in your business, my question for you is how are you showing up every single day? What is your state of emotion and performance level at before every single time you show up for work, for the sales call, for the sales um, training, presentation, closing, whatever you're doing? We're going to get into some tactical strategies, but I really want to emphasize why You've probably been in a plateau and why you're feeling this and how to get out of this, because everyone goes through plateaus. It's about how fast you could get out of a plateau. That's where you go from great to extraordinary. That's when you start to see that, Hey, you know what? Plateaus are inevitable, but the length of the plateau is up to my control. That is power. And that's the way that you get to that next level. The other thing I wanted to really emphasize here is, and ask you is how much money are you losing? And how much is this going to cost you in the next three years if you don't start to manage your state every day? How much money is it? Think about that. You know, if you're doing, let's say, I don't know what your, your role is, but let's say you're doing six figures a year in commissions or sales or your business, you know, take home. That's just a very, very vague number. Some of you might be doing 10 to 100 X that, right? But let's just say fig- uh, six figures a year. But let's say you're at the potential where you could be doing. a year if you were showing up in your peak performance and peak state and you had this this deep understanding of why you're doing that. That's $100,000 you're missing out on every single year. That's $300,000 extra in three years because you haven't been able to manage your state. You haven't been able to manage it when someone... Uh, leaves you on a a blank call or you're supposed to have a meeting and they don't show up and now you get all frustrated or you now you distract yourself on social media and you don't manage your state to be like well this is a great time to actually go make some other calls and i'll fill in the spot or i'll use this for the best of my service that's managing your state or when someone gives you a hard no or they give you some deep objections of why they don't want to buy your product or service and you don't know how to properly manage that now you're letting that fester in your head so now you're not going to show up in absolute certainty the next call that's also. Not managing your state—that's three hundred thousand dollars in this example that you're missing out on. But what is that for you, right? Think of your numbers. How much are you doing? What could an extra hundred thousand dollars, even fifty thousand dollars a year, maybe it's a million dollars for you a year? I don't know what your numbers is, but how much are you missing out on because you're not managing your state? Also, what is this going to cost you if you don't learn how to manage your state? What is this going to cost you emotionally? How much extra anger and frustration are you gonna have that's that's coming into the family dynamic because you're not able to be able to pay off that full rent yet or be able to pay off the mortgage, or you're not able to start investing into real estate yet because you don't have that extra cash. And it's just causing this resentment and this regret and this anger that if you just started now, the compound effect could be real. But like, how much is this gonna cost you if you don't learn how to manage your state? Because the topic of this podcast is why you're in a plateau. And if you're in a plateau, it's most likely because you're not managing your state. And you might be like, Jake, no, no, no. I'm, I'm doing really good right now. It's because of so reason, this reason, that reason, this reason. That right there is not managing your state because if you truly believed that you're in the control of transferring emotion to the people you're selling or getting creative enough, I can challenge you right now that maybe you're not being creative enough. You're not getting... Uh, you don't, you're not in a peak enough state to have creative thoughts. I'm like, well, maybe I should reach out to this prospect this way. And it's different than normal, but that's, what's going to capture their attention. And this person that said, they're going to buy and they've been holding off for a while. I'm I, maybe I need to be this creative way or give this them this irresistible offer. Those ideas come out when you are in a high emotional state and every day you got to show up that way. So what has it been costing you? Where would you be? Simmer on these questions. Where would you be five years from now if you just learned how to manage your state? If you didn't let the external circumstances in, determine and, and create results with your internal circumstances, that the internal circumstances are unshakable. It's up to you how you want to control them, but they're not determined by what's happening outside. Where would you be five years from now? How much more profit, how much more scalability, how much more leverage would you create in your life? Because now you manage your state. This is the key determinant on all things in life. I mean, think about it. Think back to one moment, maybe in your relationship or a past relationship you're in. Think back to a very, very high emotional moment with that person that you were having this uh, Let's say it's a negatively charged emotions. You know, you were in a fight, anger, uh, you guys were having conflict, whatever it was. We all go through that. Let's be real. How did you handle that? that? That moment you thought about right now, think about, are you in a better position than you were at that moment? Then most likely it's because you knew how to manage your state either in that moment or shortly after, and you made resolution and resolved and you learned from it. That's why maybe you're in a better position. Or if things went the way they shouldn't have gone, or it's still like there's a scar to it, it's because maybe you still haven't learned how to manage that state and handle it to the best of its effect. And now it had um, very long term repercussions. Managing your state goes into every single area of your life, especially sales. Because once again, remember sales is the transference of emotion, sales is also about. Building relationships. If you look at some of the most successful people in business, the most successful people that are building these big eight, nine figure entities, you know, not everyone's like this, but why are they so good at this? It's because they know how to build relationships. They know how to make you feel like you are the most respected person in their life. And they mean it genuinely and not inauthentically. Right? they know how to build business partnerships because the partnerships are more about friendships and being best friends instead of trying to just do transactional work. When you sell something in your business, and if you have a team, this is the this is the type of mindset maybe you could take to your team right now. I'm 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 letting this rift and flow because just you know from recording this podcast a few weeks ago, I was training a big uh, real estate team on this, and 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 it was just an aha moment for them on the sense of. It's all about building relationships. You want to be around people more that make you feel good and that change your state for the better. And the only way that you can have someone else change their state for the better is if you're in a better state. Wouldn't you agree that a prospect or even a a current client would want to be around you more often and be around your product or service just for the sheer fact because they feel good every time they're around you? That's good business right there. So... Think about those questions I asked you about how much you're missing out on, but almost how much you can, how much more you could be having and making if you can just, you know, be in a better state. Now, fast forwarding here in this podcast, I want to go into two things you can start preparing and being able to work on leaving this podcast. Number one is the preparation. When you're in sales, there's five areas that you need to prepare Four. There's five areas that you need to just know with absolute certainty, all the answers, all the understanding, all the information, all the emotional reasons behind, because that's going to help you be more confident and transfer better emotions when you're properly prepared. How can you expect to go into um, a basketball game? I'm, I'm an athlete, so I'm going to use the basketball reference. How can you expect to go into a basketball game without any preparation on your skills? your craft on the other team's offense, their defense, uh, on the, the plays that you need to play. Do you really feel like you can be an all-star NBA player by not having preparation and knowing every single thing about where your good shots are, your bad shots, who's the, who's the hot shooters on your team, what's the other team doing for defense tactics, how are you guys going to you know, overcome that, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the game plan for when you guys are down by two and you got to hit a game-winning three? That's preparation. And it's the same thing in sales you got to be prepared on these areas so number one is you got to know your customer every time you meet up with a customer whether it's a cold lead that you're calling up or emailing or it's a warm lead that you're answering phones you got to understand who they are right do some social media research literally search up their name and just find out info if uh you could google their names if you have no idea of who it is you can know the area of where you're working and what's the latest in the markets the trends the different, uh, If you're in real estate, understanding what's the, the safety look like lately? What's the new school being put up that maybe people want to be around, to, around that new school? What's the economics of your state? Things like that to prepare so when you talk to the customer, you know how to answer any questions that they have around that. So then you could properly give that. The second thing is knowing your product. Every single benefit of your product, Do you know how to answer it in different ways. Being able to answer it to people who are more visual, people who are more auditorial, people who are more kinesthetic and need to touch it or understand it or feel it. Maybe they're more of a digital, they need to understand the information. But how well do you know how to transfer the understanding and benefits of your product to your customer? Right. Because it's it's one thing to know the benefits, but how do you transfer it into the way they understand it? So knowing every single detail about your product, how does your product stand within, you know, a tough market, a good market with, um, you know, so many other people that have different products such as yours, um, you know, results, testimonies. The more you're prepared on this, the better you'll be and the more you'll get off this plateau. The third is knowing your competition. Now, when I mean know your competition, it doesn't mean to knock them down. You would never and should never knock other competition down, especially if you have high integrity and values, right? That is just not the way to do business. Yes, it could work in the short term, but it will never lead to long-term sustaining success and, and lasting change. And most times, if you knock competition down or talk down on them, that prospect just doesn't get a good vibe. I know I don't get a good vibe if I hear people talking down on their competition. It just doesn't feel right. You don't need to do that. You don't need to tear down the other skyscrapers in the, in the in the city to make your skyscraper look the best. Instead, just build a freaking bigger skyscraper and be the one that stands out. It just takes more time and effort. It's really easy to demolish the other ones. It's fast. It's quick. It takes one press of a button with explosives. But to build a skyscraper that lasts and stands and is, is just so strong and, and, and stands apart the rest, that's what you want to do with your business. But you got to know the competition so then you could just talk more about the benefits that, that just speak more to your customer. So then it outshines. That's the main goal. You also want to go in there and expect the best, but prep for the worst. All this preparation is for you prepping for the worst. So when you get hit with a, a curveball or a knuckleball. You know how to handle that because that's what in the subconscious mind of your prospect, maybe if you haven't been good, good at closing or building those connections or the rapport, when they give you a curveball, if you can properly handle that and not freak out, in their subconscious mind, they're gonna be saying, Oh, this isn't just like another salesperson that, you know what, just wants my money. This person actually cares. Wow, they actually know their stuff. Wow, maybe I could trust them to actually, you know, be able to give them my money if they're gonna give me the right outcome. But when you can handle that curveball when you're expecting the best but preparing for the worst. And in the fifth area of preparation is just creating demand, finding ways to make people come to you, whether it's getting referrals, whether it's giving a great promo, an irresistible offer, things out there on social media where you're creating a lot of demand with the quality of content you provide. That's just ways to prepare it. So it actually makes it easier to connect with people because the demand is coming into you and you don't have to go and reach out to as many people. You still have to do that but it won't be as much. So this is where you have to first prepare, understand every single thing about your product. And actually one more area that I forgot to mention, which is the most important part is objections. Prepare for every single type of objection that you can hear from the person that you're talking to. So then when you give an answer and you understand that you cannot answer an objection, but you can answer a question. So when you get an objection, there's actually a process on this. We won't talk about it in this podcast, but I train on this is that you want to make sure that's the final objection. And then you turn that into a question. And so, you know, saying like, in, in spite of, you know, it being, you know, costing too much, cause I agree it is more expensive. And it's because like I told you, we, you know, this, this consulting service I give you, is of is the highest quality? I'm putting more time into you and I'm not just handing you off to some other uh, you know, coach that doesn't really know what to do. But in spite of that, isn't the real question just making sure that you're getting the value and the outcomes that you're looking for? That if you're going to invest this much, isn't that the real question? And then that's where you handle the objection. But you got to understand every single objection. Because when you prepare for that, how do you think sales are going to be? How do you think your team that maybe doesn't know exactly how to handle objections because they only, you know, maybe this is their first sales job. Maybe this is their first time being a real estate agent. They don't know how to handle that. And and the word no and the word I'm good and that the the rejection is actually a very scary thing to them because they don't know actually objections mean that this person just needs more information. And you should be excited when you get objection because really it just says, oh, hey, they're giving me an inside look of what really the setback is. And now instead of thinking that, oh, this is just going down for the worse, it's me getting more information to be able to answer that. That's preparation. And when you better prepare on this, you better believe you're going to get off that plateau a lot faster. Now, the second part, going back to managing your state's is turning on your state, is to get into a peak state. It doesn't mean you get into a rah-rah, crazy, jumping all over the, the room type of state, but it means that you are primed and ready, just like how if you are a Ferrari that has got a 750 horsepower engine and it's sitting on the track, it is calm and it's poised, but that engine is moving and it's rumbling and it's just calm and sitting there, but at a snap of a finger, if it needs to go from zero to 60 like that, it's able to do that because it's primed and ready. And that's how you should show up every day. What if you started to show up every day? Like you have this giant 750 horsepower engine inside you and you're cool, calm and collected. But when you need to show up, you go. And when you need to meet someone at their energy, you meet them and there is no having to rev up. It's primed. That's what it means to turn on your energy and your state. And and one of the quickest things that I would recommend whether you do it, and you should always do it no matter what your position is, but also your sales team is before every single interaction, before every single meeting, before every single call, before every single time you show up to the office, you are doing some sort of peak performance routine, some sort of priming routine. And this is like listening to a song. If you're on the way to do a a meetup with a client, you're listening to a song that gets you in a state, right? Music gets you into a state. You started to play your favorite song, you know, from the eighties or something, you're going to go back to those memories of being at Woodstock right, or whatever, (laughs) or that that concert of Aerosmith or whatever it is, right? I think Woodstock is uh, sixties and seventies, whatever that is. Don't, 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 uh, quote me on that, but you get into a state, or if you don't have that much time and you literally have 30 seconds before this call is about to start, you close your eyes, you say a prayer, you get, you say some affirmations and incantations, you get your, your mind right. And you ask these questions internally, like, how can I just show up as my best self right now? So they could show up as their best self and, and just build an amazing relationship, no matter how this goes. And, and what can I do right now to just give the right massive action, the value, the strategies, whatever it takes. The absence of certainty and you're playing this through your head. It's you getting into a peak state and then you make like a move, like you either hit your chest or you you snap your fingers or you just like kind of just, you know, flex your fist. But now you're getting a physiological change, which now is firing off your nervous system. At first, you won't really feel that. But when you constantly repeat it and repeat it, repeat it, and now you get rewarded because you did it and the, the turnout was great. Now you're anchoring that great turnout to those emotions. That's getting into a peak state. So if you aren't doing that, I challenge you right now, next time you get on a call, next time you show up for a meeting, close your eyes, play some music if you can, take deep breaths, stand tall or sit tall and play through your head say, you know what? I am a master closer. I am able to find massive value for this person. I am capable of all things. I have unshakable confidence. I know every single area of my business and my product, and there is no, no thing they could ask that I won't be able to answer with absolute certainty. And just playing that through your head. How do you think that would take you from being at a plateau? Where do you think that would take you to? You think that would take you to lower levels or higher levels? Because the real question here is, What do you have to lose? You may feel like, Jake, this is kind of weird, or I don't know if I could do this, but what do you have to lose? You're on a plateau right now and plateaus don't last long. Plateaus pretty soon will become a decline and going downward if you do not fix it quickly. So what do you have to lose? Because yeah, you may feel like you're like a fool or this is weird, but this is what it takes. Because if this has a chance to get you off your plateau into new levels, if this has a chance that if you teach your team this and you speak in their language and you don't come off as some crazy guy that tries to train this to them, but you just tell them, hey, what if you guys tried this and you, and you taught them or, or you brought me in and we worked together and I was able to train your team. And what if there was a chance that they can now be showing up to a new level with new certainty, new confidence, and now your sales go off to a, 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 a new level of success? Wouldn't it be worth that chance to at least give it a try? In your opinion, does that feel like something that is maybe the missing link in your business, in your sales? That's where it's at. And that's why you're in a plateau or your team is in a plateau is because number one is that you're not fully prepared. When you're not fully prepared, you're not able to have absolute confidence because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, if they ask this, that could be a problem. Or I don't know how to fully handle that. Or I don't know who this person is. So I don't want to. You know, feel like there's no connection. The lack of preparation leads to call reluctance. It leads to plateaus. It leads to less closing percentages. Remember to prepare on the customer, the product, the competition, the objections you could be getting. And know that you can expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And you want to create demand, right? Prepare for that. Have it written out. Have like a literally... a. a blueprint of this for your business because once you have it written down there's only going to be a few things you'll probably add in over time but that's like almost that's like the blueprint for success for your team if you had a list of every single objection listed and how to handle them and, and what to say now people can practice that and it becomes second nature that is game changer right and the second thing on why you're on a plateau is because you're not showing up in a peak state and i challenge you that if you feel like you are the question is, is there another level? Because if something's not working, then there's something that's got to change. So maybe you could get it to a new level. Maybe you could get it to a new, uh, your energy is good, but the questions you're asking yourself are not the best. Maybe your energy is good and the questions are good, but your, your focus of what you're focusing on, are you focusing on building this relationship that this transference of this emotion is something that's a must in this interaction? Maybe that's the difference. So show up in a peak state, have your little routine. You know, when I when I drive to places, like if I'm going to go do a business meeting, I, I kind of keep it chill. I listen to a podcast, maybe some music. But the last five minutes when I'm about to show up, I play my music and I get into state and I'm just, I'm thinking about the opportunities and the focus of what we could create from this and what I'm going to say and, and how I'm going to say it and how I'm going to show up. And, and I'm, I'm playing it through my head, but I'm getting into a state. And then I say a quick prayer. I, I I hit my chest and I go out there and I have an incredible experience. If I'm about to get on a business consulting call or a prospect call for someone that wants to get business consulting, I'm still, because I I create my own schedule, right? I create my own life. I go out, I jump on the trampoline for three minutes, play my music, I get into a peak state and I come here, same thing, prayer, incantations, ask those questions. You know, what can I do to just show up as the absolute best self so they could show up as their best self? And how can I best guide them into their dream life and find the desires that they truly want and serve them in the fullest? I play that through my head every single time because that allows me to show up in a peak state. And that's what allows me to stay off plateaus or keep plateaus to a minimum. And I could only imagine what's going to happen for your business and your success when you implement this, when you ingrain it, when you reinforce it and constantly reinforce it. This is not just a one-time thing. This is constant daily reinforcement, but that's, what's going to be the thing that creates success. Just like how you reinforce working out every day or every other day, you don't get fit just from one workout. You get fit from the reinforcement and the integration of it every single day, every part of your life. It's the same thing with this and your sales. So take this, use it, apply it. Maybe listen to this podcast one more time. Like I said, this would be one of those ones that if you need just a little motivation, a little pump up, maybe take some notes on this that you can re-review. You'll hear something different. Let this be one of those podcasts that you save, come back to. Be that podcast that you send to your your, your, your real estate team, your your sales team, your, your virtual assistants that maybe are doing some interaction with prospects or clients. Let them understand this because it comes down to two things. Number one is the preparation. Number two is turning on your peak state. There's other areas of this sales and influence process, but those right now are going to be the two things that are going to help you get off that plateau. So go let this be that reason to do so. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. I appreciate you listening. Yes, I'm talking to you right now. You're at the very end of this episode. I appreciate you for just showing up, for living a strategic life, for taking these applications. I share it not to just create content, but I share it because I know it could be transformational. And you applying this could be the most powerful thing in your life. So if this really resonated with you, if you haven't yet, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It means the world people see that I see it and makes a big impact for the reach of this podcast. Also share this with a friend or a business colleague, especially if they've been having a plateau, send them this podcast, let them know that they need to listen to this and tell them to reach out to me as well, because I'd love to connect with them. And that's, that's what it is. This is not one of those things where I don't know who you are, right? I know who you are and I appreciate you. And I respect your journey to excellence, and I'm right there with you. Until then, go create your strategic life. I'll see you in the next episode.